Now let's turn to Lake County, Illinois, where residents of Highland Park are marking one month since the deadly attack at the 4th of July parade there. Seven people were killed and dozens more were wounded when a shooter opened fire on unsuspecting parade goers from a rooftop. The alleged shooter, Robert E. Cremo III, appeared briefly in court yesterday, where he pleaded not guilty to scores of criminal charges, 117 in all. WBEZ criminal justice reporter Chip Mitchell joins us with the latest. Hey, Chip. Afternoon, Susie. So, Chip, uh, set the scene for us. What did you see when Cremo appeared in court yesterday? Well, it's a a small courtroom uh, in the new courthouse in downtown Waukegan. No windows. Uh, Twelve reporters were there. I was one uh, that we we got to sit close in in the jury box. The sheriff's deputies let in Cremo. He had a dark blue jail jumpsuit. His hands were cuffed in front to a thick leather belt. And he had a light blue surgical mask. Mm-hmm. I think there were just three or four of us in the whole packed courtroom that had masks on. Um, you could still see many of his tattoos, though. Um, mm-hmm. Now, this Susie, this hearing, it's called an arraignment. It lasted just seven or eight minutes. Um, Cremo didn't get to say much. Um, he, he was asked his birth date. He gave it. But otherwise, he had just a few one-word answers to questions from the judge about whether he understood the charges and possible penalties. He answered yes each time. Mm -hmm. And it was one of his lawyers who answered that Cremo is pleading not guilty to the charges, Susie. So was that a surprise that he pleaded not guilty to all the charges leveled against him? No, not at all, uh, especially at this early point. Um, there there seems to be a lot of evidence against him, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if, if uh, from what we hear from the police and prosecutors, but the defense gets to pour through it. And so, for example, there there maybe there could be a challenge to the statements Cremo made to police. Um, um, and we haven't heard anything really about his mental state at the time. You know, for example, I'm just I'm just pulling this out of the air. But, you know, did he have a mental condition of some sort that affected his understanding of what he was doing? So now in Illinois, there, the uh, criminal defendant does have a few options for pleas beyond not guilty and guilty. There's guilty but mentally ill. Um, there's nolo contendere. Um, but these generally require approval by a judge and mm-hmm. prosecutors. And Susie, the defendant can also stand mute, but even then the judge has to enter a plea of yeah. not guilty. And remind us again, what are the charges that Cremo faces? Well, there are 117 counts total, all felonies. For each of the seven people who died, Susie, there are three first degree murder counts. So that totals 21. Um, and then prosecutors say another 48 people were hit by a bullet or bullet fragments or shrapnel. And for each of them, Cremo faces counts of both attempted murder and aggravated battery with a firearm. So that, that brings it to the total 117. And, and what did you hear from his family or attorneys representing him and his family yesterday? Well, his parents were there. They were in a seat close behind him. Um, Robert Cremo Jr., he lives in Highwood nearby, and Denise Piscina, she lives in Highland Park. They've split up, but they hired, uh, they've, they've got an attorney, the same attorney who was there with them. Um, they didn't show any expression. They looked somber. Um, they, uh, his attorney um, came out and spoke to the press afterwards, and, and he said that the parents wanted to show support for their son. Um, 
and uh, they, he said they're devastated by what happened on July 4th. Um, and uh, he also said the family at the end of the day wants to help the community. That's, that's what uh, the, the, the attorney of the parents said. And, and I heard there was some question of whether the parents could potentially be charged. Uh, was there any sort of reaction on that? Well, the attorney said that he has seen nothing indicating that they will be um, charged. And he said he doesn't think that they will be charged. Um, you know, that, that, that's an attorney talking. Um, he says um, they're cooperating. They've 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 um, they've they've uh, he's interacted with um, uh, local and federal uh, uh, law enforcement uh, officials. And but he he says um, he doesn't believe that there will be charges coming. And I know that um, uh, Cremo was wearing a face mask, but were you able to tell if there was much reaction from him during the arraignment? No, he sat very quietly. Um, he sat quietly, and um, you know he's he's a he's a small person, small and thin, and he was kind of like a mouse in the corner down on the end of of the defense table um, oh. throughout the hearing. And how long could this trial take? What are what are the next steps here? Well, state's attorney Eric Reinhardt told the judge during the hearing. Now, this whole hearing was just really short, but the, the, he did say that the, that his side was giving the defense hundreds of pages of records on paper and also a USB drive with other evidence. Um, so this is the start of what, what is called evidence discovery, and that could last weeks, uh, maybe months. Um, now, unless there's a plea agreement, and it's really not clear to me how much Crema would have to gain from a deal because there, you know, in Illinois, there's not much of a chance of him facing the death penalty. Um, I, I think that this uh, process could go on for months and months, uh, the pretrial process. The next court date, Susie's not until November 1st. The judge set that date yesterday. Oh. So that alone tells you that this whole thing could take a while. Certainly. That's WBEZ criminal justice reporter Chip Mitchell. Chip, thanks. My pleasure. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.